Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 531, Knives Out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're oh, out, yeah. baby. So before we dig in too much, we should introduce our guest. We have a guest with us this week, uh, Will Harris. Let me see if I can remember this all. He has a, uh, a podcast called Obscurity Knocks, where he interviews uh, like uh, character actors. Well, you write the random role stuff, or a lot of them anyway, for the AV Club, correct? That's correct, yes. And if you've ever read any of those, mm-hmm. if you haven't, you should. <laughs> I agree. And, <laughs> and like I like I can't even estimate how much of my lifetime you, you've sucked <laughs> away. Where I'm like I'm like, oh, okay, like I'll read the thing about that one movie I care about. Right. And then six thousand later. Yeah, yeah. six thousand <laughs> words later. <laughs> That's 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 the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, the deep dives. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I, I I just I love when people can take something that like you don't think you're interested in, and all of a sudden you're interested in, and make you interested in it. Yeah, you want to so, talk about wrestling? Yeah. No, I don't. You, you you don't have that skill, Joe. <laughs> but Will Harris does. That's true. Yeah, he's much more talented than I am. Yes, that's actually kind of the premise of Obscurity Knox, where I, I discovered doing random roles interviews that the. The stories that ended up being the best tended to be the things I didn't even know about until I started researching for the interview. So the podcast I do involves me asking actors about things that no one would normally ever ask them about because no one's ever heard of them. And at the same time, they've got stories they've never actually told because no one's ever asked them about them. And the end result has been extremely funny anecdotes. I bet. And I'm sure like so many actors, like the the bigger names, Mm -hmm. are so used to getting – interviewed that they're they're bored by it sure where you're dealing with a lot of people that that don't get asked to the dance as often you know well and i've also found that even the people who do get interviewed a lot if you ask them about something that they haven't been asked about either in a long time or ever that they immediately perk up because a they've never talked about it and b someone's actually taken the time to do some research about them yeah totally yeah they'll they'll light up when it's something different you know absolutely yeah those are the boys the best interviews when you can you know people have been asked the same things over and over and when you can give them some unique questions or talk to them about something they don't usually they love that's when they open up 
What was the guy we talked to from? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, back to the Future right, Two. Back to the Future Two. Oh, Jeffrey Weissman. Yeah, yeah. and he was great. Uh, and we asked all our Back to the Future questions. But when I was like. <laughs> But you were on Diagnosis Murder with Dick Van Dyke, and yeah. he was like, "Oh my god!" And like he was like, "I mean, he was already great." Yeah, but he, he was, was fantastic. Off to the races when I was like, "Let's talk about Dick Van Dyke." Yeah, totally. Because you know he he's he's a guest and does a lot with Back to the Future podcasts and right. you know events and all that yeah. stuff. So that's mostly what he talks about. But the guy's done a lot. He has a you absolutely know, he has a career doing a, all these different. It's a very impressive resume yeah. if you actually take the time right to exactly. read it. So, well, we should go around the table and introduce ourselves. Real this quick. is Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. Quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, never miss an episode. If you subscribe, you can check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. Like the page and uh, join the group, which is called the League of Show Sharers. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month gets you all sorts of bonus content the pride of helping out and maybe you get to be a guest one day maybe maybe so no no promises uh let's dig in shall we i gotta tell you i have been looking forward to this from the moment i saw that first trailer yeah you love knives i love knives um (laughs) and i didn't know what we were getting it kind of looked like it i thought initially it was going to be like a like a parody of the of the the, genre of the whodunit right right uh, and it's yeah. not. I mean, this is like the premise seems like an Agatha Christie knockoff. I mean, that's right. You've got your Hercule Poirot character. You have the yeah. the people all in one place. That's that's you know what it clue. looks like, but like a little bit of clue. Well, mixed in yeah, it, it's a murder mystery, but it yeah, it, it's so much more interesting than you would expect. Yes, and it, it I gotta tell you, one of my top five of the year. I c- can't tell you the last time I had this much fun at the movies. No, no, that was fantastic. Yeah, actually, uh, I. Went. Uh, with, I took my mother to see it because she's a, a mystery buff and a Hitchcock fan and all that, and she she just thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I it, I was saying it's to somebody, it, it really is. Yeah, and I was saying to somebody, it's like on the one hand, I want to be like, this is the kind of movie Hollywood doesn't make anymore. But then I'm like, but did they ever? Like, I feel oh. like this is the kind of movie that we think they used to make. But go, <laughs> but go find it. Right. Yeah. Good you luck. Know, you're not really gonna find it, but. It it is definitely one of those movies that I think is going to have legs because older people who are typically slower to go to the box office right. are 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 going to find it yes and, be, and the word yeah. of mouth is going to be so strong right and I like man it would have been so easy for this to either descend into camp yep you know yep. or or uh. Or just become Take itself a little too seriously, or just yeah, just become an episode of Murder She Wrote. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it it does walk a fine line to where if it went either other direction, like I thought it might get more campy. I, right. I was thinking it might be a little more zany, a little more goofy, but, but it's still it's that's what's so fascinating because it it does have moments it's of got zany, a great humor, and it does have goofy, and it is funny, but it it just. But get, it's also a real murder, like right. you know. So it's a real investigation, yeah. a real murder with real suspects, and so there's a lot of humor worked in there. But it's taken seriously. I enjoyed this more, and I did enjoy this other one, but I enjoyed this more than Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yes, I oh, agree. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a better mystery. Take that, a, take that egg at the Christie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, and you know, especially coming off that movie not that long ago, I think the great thing they do is they set this movie up with red herrings left and right, oh, all, yeah. all and over of, the place. And of course, coming off of that movie, you're like, oh, well, maybe they're all in it, so they can get the inherit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're you're gonna jump to that conclusion immediately, yeah, because it's you know it's a family, so they're more apt to work, work together, together yeah. and and so you well, maybe your family, well, <laughs> <yeah>. bragger. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think there's any inheritance on this end that anyone's <laughs> searching for. But uh, yeah, I, I just love the, the misdirection because we've talked about this before. When you see as many movies as we do, we see a movie or two a week in theaters, not sure. to mention the other stuff. You start to be able to predict movies. It's just when you totally. see enough, you've seen it all. And you... Well, let's start with, let's just dig in yeah, to the story. So uh, the main, the uh, Harlan Thornby is this prolific uh, mystery writer, and he's actually found dead. Uh, with his throat cut on his 85th birthday. Um, so our our cast of characters, which consists of Don Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans a little bit in the beginning, but not until way later, uh, the the guy from Get Out, the first guy from Get Out, the guy that gets oh, uh, ta- the guy gets taken in the very beginning of oh, Get Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy from, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? This guy's great. Yeah, he is great. Uh, He's great. Uh, Lakeith's. Stanfield. Yeah, Stanfield. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Daniel Craig. Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. When you say who Get plays Out, him. like he's in such a small role in Get Out. I'm like, who's he's, got one, he's got one of the best <laughs> parts. Sorry to bother out. you. Is Sorry to bother you. Is, is also, <laughs> yeah. But that scene in Get Out when he's. I know. I just, yeah. It's so small and he's in such a little role. I'm thinking, I'm going through the cast to Get Out. I'm like, who is it? <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happens is it's ruled a suicide because his throat's cut and everything that and is. It's a self inflicted. Correct. According everything's to the, yeah. lining up correctly. Uh, Except here comes Daniel Craig. I love the way he's introduced. Yeah, How so the, good. The police are just in, are investigating and they're interviewing all the different the kids, his kids. It's the yeah the, Michael the, Shannon and yeah all, yeah all all the kids and he's interviewing and he's just there in the background and you're like what the hell is he doing? <laughs> I avoided all trailers for this movie as I usually try to do, but I knew nothing about it, what his character was like or this, anything. This scene where he's interviewing the <laughs> the family it, with the with it. the piano, ding, I love ding, it. Ding, to like move on. That's and fantastic. The, yeah, yeah, the detective's like, oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. It is a masterstroke of not, I mean, the, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It, it, in it's terms perfect. of of not only are they are they just, not only is it a masterstroke of exposition, right? They lay out what happened that evening. They give you all the things that you need to know. That's what I love and, is that they don't, usually in, in films like this, in my in my experience, you don't get the full story right away. Right. They give you the full story up front. Right. They tell you exactly what happened between Christopher Plummer, who plays the the patriarch of this family, and each individual person, whether or not like the when they're doing the interview, that person's not giving you the but full story. But they show story, you, yeah. But they yeah. show you they the show full story. The, as the audience member, you are getting their full story yeah. on Jump Street. But it, it's also a master stroke of, of character development. Yeah. Just yeah. the like you You see their lies. You so you get... firmly establish who everyone is mm-hmm. and how they're gonna interact. And how they interact with each other. And even how Daniel Craig's character is going to interact and he doesn't even talk. He's yeah. he's almost <laughs> Columbo esque. Yeah. I was actually gonna say there's a lot of Columbo to this because we've learn more about the murder early on in the film, comparatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like Columbo was often referred to as a how done it. Yeah. Oh, that's of true. Who done it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you would yep. you would see it. I love Columbo. Uh-huh. And you would uh it's kinda you, like House, right? House took that maybe from Columbo where they show you the thing first. Yeah, and then House you, was very it. much kind of like a medical Columbo. Yeah. Except yeah. Columbo wasn't a dick. Oh well <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Sherlock. It's Sherlock meets Columbo was yeah. what House was. But yeah. uh they would always show you the uh, not always in the vast majority of the episodes, we'd show you the murder in the opening scene. You'd right. see who did it, and, and and but it was more about like how how are they going to get away, or how are they going to attempt to get away with it, and yeah. how is he going to expose it? What what's the little crack that is gonna make it all unravel? And which that, I know is a mixed metaphor. 
Kind of. Yeah. I, but, you know, but in getting right into it, I mean, I think we should explain what happens. I love that you see how it's done. I mean, you basically kind of see the murderer. You see how it all went down. Like, I thought the movie was going to spend the whole time, like all the others, trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. And they tell you, you within, like, the first... The, 45 minutes at least first half hour I mean, yeah. when you get to the housekeeper and her versions which again she's lying but you see what happens it's like you mean the the housekeeper or the nurse well the nurse okay the, but Martha. it's like yeah you see you see it and you're like wow so the whole movie is spent how is she gonna get away with it right well but, also you know? you're, you're the, when we talk about the red herrings there's so many like there's so many different threads and when they get to the big reveal where it's like oh he left everything to her and not like so that's the big deal is that uh, we see basically what happens is when they do the will reading is we find out that uh, Harlan took everything away from the entire family and gave everything yeah. to Marta. And now so this woman who had no motive now has nothing now has but motive. all yeah. the motive in the world. Which is, yeah, which uh, you, it's so clever the way she falls into it because she didn't want this. Yeah. He, and he genuinely did this with no ill intentions she did not trick him or anything but then yeah we don't know that like we 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 assume that but well i will say like the the movie has a uh a clever mechanism revolving around her in that she has some sort of personality quirk where oh it's so good if she lies she'll throw up it's so amazing when when daniel craig he's like i heard you have kind of a thing about lying yeah and she was just (laughs) like what what are you talking about but so it helps us know yeah. that like that she is not after his money, right? Unless or, she's Kaiser Soze. Well, you yeah, know, I, I mean, mean you never. Honestly, the the route I thought that it was going down yeah. is I thought um, uh, the detective wasn't going to be really a detective. Yeah, I thought he was in yeah, on it. Oh, yeah. I thought Chris Evans. And Christopher Plummer and the dad were in on were it. In on it I thought that too as yeah. well. Why he I th- I, when he says that I was his research assistant yeah. for a year, I was like, okay, so this is all a game. Yeah, like because Jamie Lee Curtis even says at one point, if you can play his game, yeah. you're in. I thought so I, I thought we were going to get a whole big reveal where they think he's dead. I thought this was him writing his time. new book. That's exactly That's what I thought. from the very yeah. beginning. And when he says you can't do this or whatever, uh, Chris Evans says, I thought he was in on the uh, plan. To, and when, so, I'm, when I'm thinking you, when they get the reveal that the the line that the racist alt right little bastard son hears <laughs> is like, you can't do this. This isn't yeah, right. Right. Is like you're gonna mess with this Toying poor girl, with them, thinking that you're dead. Oh, and see, all this. I felt like yeah. he didn't give a crap about his family, but he did give a crap about oh, Marta I see, because sure. she was so kind to his yeah. grandfather. To, to his well, grandfather, sure. that's what but I. But in thought. either case, <laughs> but still pretending to be dead and making people, th- you know, yes. what I mean, I thought I thought that's what he was storming off about. So th- all these red herrings, I mean, they're just planted, ev- and everyone has a motive. All the kids, and you just you yeah. just don't know. That's what's so clever about this movie, and it's like it keeps you guessing, and it's entertaining the whole time and, it, and everybody involved is on point there is not one performance there's in no this movie spots. there's no weak spots at all i th- uh, i hope that anna darmus gets nominated for a uh, an award of some sort that was that was marta fantastic. correct yes. yes she was amazing yeah yeah like she's so good in this um so just i guess I, we should to the cast real quick yeah. i think it like it it's such a sprawling cast in what way like there's a lot Big. of them. Oh sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. There are many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like I don't know why I thought you. Meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, for them all, to, like this movie has a a, a hyper specific tone that, as we discussed, could easily like topple over into sure. into camp or broad comedy, and 
and like in it it constantly threads that needle yeah and to keep all those people on the same wavelength mm. i almost think for an put, entire film i almost think he put together a troop yeah I, I, I could see this being like when he wants to do another movie like this is bringing these actors back i don't like robert altman exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. sure um, so just to give, I guess, to give the backstory and all these, Jamie Lee Curtis is the oldest daughter, uh, who has like this very successful real estate, um, firm that she says she's self-made. She she, self-made. And then we find out uh, through her son, Chris Evans, that she's like, yeah, yeah it through the million dollar loan. Well, that she's my right. Father she's gets self-made like Trump is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can say you're, and not that she didn't work hard, but when you have millions to start with, it's a lot easier. <laughs> this, it, this movie, it makes lots of subtle political digs without oh big time without ever really being overtly political yeah. oh yeah it was yeah. brilliant yeah and then don johnson plays her husband it's the don johnson sans i guess I, I gotta tell you though i forgot my so my i grew up with don johnson on miami vice sure like that was the don johnson that i knew but then we got him in django oh and yeah. watchmen i mean i'm watching Watchmen oh, yeah, now for sure. And he's great in that. And so to see him, you know, just in Watchmen and then to go to this, I'm like, wow, this guy, like, I'm glad he's back. I is never he, thought I'd be asking for Don who Johnson. Was he, who was he married to? Was he married to Melanie Griffith? Melanie Griffith. Yeah. But now she's with Antonio Banderas? Yes. Well, who who is Dakota Johnson? Is he and who's, who's That's her Melanie mom? Griffith's mom, right? What? No. Is she? I think so. Is it? Okay. I, I, I thought it was someone else. I, but oh, Will you the, interview all these people? Yeah. Dude, are, <laughs> uh... I believe, yeah. Dakota Johnson is Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's daughter, right? I, okay. I believe so. I think right. so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because they made a comment about when she was doing the press junket for Fifty Shades that her mom was in the audience I, and some of those scenes. Were, I, yeah, can, I cannot yeah. believe that her parents went to go see <laughs> yeah. those movies. I yeah, just, like I think I'd take a pass. I'd be like, like, no, don't go see that. Congrats. I support you. <laughs> I understand. Go, go see Suspiria. But yeah, don't do that. I'll, I'll wait for the peanut butter <laughs> falcon, honey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so then we get uh, the Don Johnson and Jimmy Lee Curtis's son in this is played by Chris Evans, uh, whose name is Ransom, which I just thought it was a very funny. I don't know why. Like, it's not his name. His, his name middle is name, his, right. his Hugh. Hugh is his first name, but they call him Ransom. So his name is almost Huge Ransom. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh, for, a, for a mystery writer. Right. Like, that's <laughs> great. Uh, and I he, thought this was going to be stunt casting at first. I'm like, with oh, Evans. Yeah, because you because just don't. He doesn't really. He doesn't come into the movie until about halfway through. I mean, you see him for a second. You see him that one scene over and over and over, and then he's gone. And yeah, I. And I'm like, did they get him for a day? Right. And, you know, but but I mean, in the second half, he's all over it. But at yeah. first, I'm I'm thinking, wow, this is crazy that he's front and center in all the advertising. Where's this guy? Yeah, that's what happens when you're Captain <laughs> America. You just put your front and center. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got um, Michael Shannon as one of the other sons. Uh, and then you've got the kid from uh, It, yeah, who plays like his the little... main character, right? And It, it's the main guy. Oh, he is the main. Yeah. You're right, Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. The main... Bill Skarsgård <laughs> is in this movie. Um, no, you're right. It's He's... Tim Curry, actually. <laughs> yeah, is, who's, yeah. Uh, who plays like the alt right? Uh, you know, white yeah. supremacist. He's kid. Ryan Johnson's trolls personified. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. S- sweater <laughs> vest, like the whole, you know, collared shirt, the whole shebang. But is it is it his sister or his cousin that's the one that's like the opposite? That's super is super liberal because right because the daughter is like yeah no they, that's that's Tony Collette's daughter. It's his cousin. cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's like the uh, opposite. The of, social justice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. They were yeah they refer to her <laughs> yeah. as but SJW degree coming. Yeah. Along. All these tropes. It's just great the way he balances out the family with all these archetypes. But and, then you've got Tony Collette who plays. I just real yeah. quick back to the cousin. Um, 
the kid or the girl? The girl. Like the SJW. Uh-huh. I, I I like that he had her in there because like like her hands aren't clean either they ultimately. And and uh and, and I think that that character kind of stops her from just being a hit piece. Yeah. Sure. You know, sure. because she they get their digs in at her too. They do. It's great. Yeah. Because there are uh, we've talked to time and time again, not to get political, but just in general, there's crazy people on both sides. That right. Any extreme, it's an extreme for a reason. There's right. you know, and so I like it the way they balance it out where they can poke fun at the one crazy side, you know, and the other and right. they do a very good job without making this feel like a preachy, you know, at any time. Yeah. You don't feel ever like no, it's really No, no, never, never, never. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so then we well, we get Tony Collette, who was the daughter-in-law of a dead son. Yeah, who, she is hilarious, and she—I feel like she's going with Paltrow. Gwyneth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's like, got yeah, a health care line and everything. Like, not yes. goop, but goop. That's yeah. the first thing <laughs> she was playing it like Gwyneth. That's exactly uh, yeah. Uh, and she's got the daughter who's in college. Yeah. Um. So we, as we we were introduced to all these characters, we're introduced to all of their motives. I, I didn't really get Jamie Lee Curtis's motive though. Like there was no motive for her, like she was the only one they never gave a motive to. Like she was, she kind of says that she would, she and he, she and Christopher Plummer, uh, the grandfather, were the closest because she figured out how to talk to him and play his games, and that was kind of it. Uh, with Don Johnson, we find out that he had been that Christopher Plummer finds out that he was cheating, and he was going to tell Jamie Lee Curtis, and either he told him or or uh, either Don Johnson said it or. Christopher Plummer would I've say got everything it. in this letter right here. I love that too. So the reveal good. of that. So good. Cause it, they introduce it. They don't spoon feed it to you, but like he plays games. Yeah. Got they, all these. they do so many wonderful things yeah. of like, of like just planting seeds that yes. pay off later. Right. But never beating you over the head with it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then Michael Shannon's gonna, is the, is the head of the publication company. Uh, I loved this whole backstory that he wants movie and television, right? And Plummer's <laughs> like, no. And in their little meeting when he's just like, I've been holding you back. What a great and anyway, excuse me? What it is the it is almost it's the most passive aggressive Yeah, F you. Yeah, like, like yeah. I feel like you could be doing so much more. I'm so sorry. I realize I've been I holding so, you back I, all this time. It, this is my fault. This yeah. is on me that I've allowed this. Me. What's that? Yeah, he's That's like on me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah Dad, I've, are I've, you firing me? <laughs> he's like, We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> so that's a great motive yeah. right there. Um and then you get the little brief interaction between Chris Evans and Christopher Plummer. We don't really know what's yeah. going on there. Uh, and then th- we find out that Tony Collette has. But they been... say that when the family fights, they like to make a spectacle of it, and so for some reason they went in the other room. So you know something's up. Because... Which is why when they when they say they're all about the drama. Yeah. And I was like, Well, they're putting on a show. Like there's a reason these two went uh, mm-hmm. put on the show. Totally, uh, Tony Collette. We find out um, has been scamming or skimming, I guess, extra money yeah. uh, from the college fund. Yeah. Like he, she basically had been skimming like four hundred thousand dollars, like a hundred thousand a year for tuition. But one check was going right to the office, but then she was actually also asking for the check to go to her. Right. So they were going to both places. Right. So, so double four, dipping. yeah, double so dipping exactly. Four years, four hundred thousand. And stole. she and he was like, you know what? This is the last check for your daughter. And she and cut, her and her. She so she cut. I mean, he cut everybody off. She he was, was on basically. Allowance. I I love the fact that like this guy was like doing this stuff, but they never made him out to to be a bad guy. I'm either. doing this for your own good. And like even with yeah. the the daughter, he still or the 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 girl that's in college. He's like. I'm going to give you this last check because this girl needs to finish school. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to le- just like let her suffer because of what the mom. Did. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so like they, they, yeah, he's not, he is a dick, but he's also like 
but for a but, reason. Well, yeah, he, but yeah, but he's not though because it's like these kids are dicks. They're like, taking, yeah, the, the, that's the, also the true. The kids are right, all right, right. doing things that are, you know, like he's basically realized that his entire life and with his money, he's been enabling them in one way or another. And he is holding them back all in one way because they aren't really fending for themselves. And so he's like, well, you've done this thing. So now I'm, I'm, this is like the the straw that broke the camel's back. You right, know, he's right. got all these little reasons to cut them off when really their whole lives, they've just been suckling at the teeth yes, exactly. of Harlan Thornby. Yes. Um, so now we're now we're during the interview like like we said we've got uh Daniel Craig who plays I can't even think of his first name. Just real quick. Well, your camera froze up again. And, oh, geez, and I would just hate for you to be like motioning trying to get a word <laughs> in. Like <laughs> and you're like these dicks aren't <laughs> letting me talk. There it is. There we go. Sorry, I just, like I said, I just I would hate for you to be trying to like make a make a point, and we're sure. not we're not able to see it. You Jump know? in anytime, yeah, too. For, for real. Like it's as you can see, it's very conversational. So like, don't be afraid to like just yell at us. Um, yeah. So I was gonna say it, it, it would have been fantastic if if we had found out that uh, Ricky Lindholm was the guilty party. And who was that? <laughs> uh, she was uh, uh, Walt's wife who had what, oh, two lines. Yeah, and just that- said. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. The one <laughs> who like, and she is. She's so mousy up until a certain point where she all of a sudden steps up, and you're just like, "Whoa, where? Yeah, you, where? Where did you come from?" And then yeah. we find, you know, of course, her husband, her yellow-bellied husband, is going to lose his job, and of course, it would make sense that all of a sudden that she comes out of left field with like, "Oh, by the way, I'm the one that did all of this, right? To protect, I completely- to protect my family." I completely forgot about her, honestly. That yeah. even there was that yeah. he had a wife because it's all about Michael Shannon and the kid and his kid. You never right. really, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm trying to—is <clears throat> she the one with the line where she's like, "Kids these days," when they're talking about like her garbage son? Like, I don't remember. Or maybe I, don't the, remember. I saw this movie maybe. a month ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, it's yeah. I saw it very. I'm early pretty sure that they both like were making fun. Like maybe Don Johnson was making fun of the kid who was the kid, and they were just like, oh, you know, the kids with their. I think TV so because and, he's awful, and then his mom is just like, oh, you know. But then Don Don Johnson's talking about like when we find out that Marta's family is undocumented. Like Don Johnson kind of goes into an immigration sure, tirade, right. and you're just like, oh. And the, the other clever thing that they do that Ryan Johnson with this ingenious script is when they set it up, they're like, oh, Marta's like family and everything. And you see them around all the family talking. Don Johnson's like, come here, and acting like he's like, come here, you're like family. Hey, right, Marta. Right, right. And when you get that same scene, it's Don Johnson talking about like undocumented yes. immigrants <laughs> and he's like here come here if you were if your family didn't do this the right way well so, they all know they well, all know that don't they, isn't that the deal is they all know that marta's pa- oh i guess they don't i don't there's, think there's also uh there's a great running joke about how nobody knows what country she actually has come <laughs> from yeah <laughs> yeah she's from ecuador right and then there was like but she's from like el salvador yeah or from wherever exactly, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I also I, I love the fact that like even though all these people do awful things like you still they're like, kind of endearing you still like them yeah like there's still something about them that's kind of charming they're yeah, not i, I mean yeah. none of them are i mean no pun intended murderers you know they're right. not like like oh they're jerks and they're actively like super villains it's you right. know what i mean they're all douches but you, you do <laughs> like them they're very like right yeah. and i it's, it's funny when we've seen chris evans be the most likable character ever in captain america and then you're given this role and you're just like man i 
he's he's really good. Nice to see him get to actually act. Yeah, I mean, he's it's one really thing to act good. like Captain America, and it's another thing to you know show off your acting chops. Right. Like when we saw Snowpiercer, and you got to see him do something different. Right. That, it's I really tell nice. You, that sweater he's wearing, I want it. <laughs> I like it. Looked good. It was a good looking sweater. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say that it won't look as good yeah. on you. Oh, I think that's not a limb. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you're good. You're right. That's, <laughs> so so yeah. So they uh, he could wear uh, whipped cream and look good. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kevin, yeah. what your thing is is let's you know. Uh, we don't judge. So <laughs> I I can't th- I can't think of what his, Blanc is is, is Daniel Craig's last yeah. name. But no, he's Blanc. He's a Benoit. 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 Blanc. You'd think that I would remember that name yeah. of all the names I wouldn't forget from Can't all the it? letters to penthouse that you've read. Uh, no, what? Chris Benoit, the wrestler. Thank you oh, very much. What, what is uh, one of the guys calls him Kentucky Fried? Kentucky Fried. Oh, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. yeah. And then, I, but I, like, I thought the should fried we explain ch- that for our younger listeners? I mean, <laughs> you know, I thought the fried chicken joke was a shot at the other detective. Oh, that's what I thought. That and I was be. like, oh, no, oh man, Southern, that was like, because that makes all But like, you've got the black detective. Right. Oh, and you've no. got Chris Evans as this jerk off. Sure. Right. I never even thought I of thought, that. I was like, man, that was a. Yeah. All right. He, he like, talks like Colonel Sanders. He Kentucky does. He does. Yes. Yes. So he gets it now. Whatever. He just in the yeah. moment. And when he, when he, what could be because he like in that when he says that line, he brushes right past that detective. Right. He is a complete jerk off to that detective. And I thought that I was like, man, that was. I never right. took it that way. Like, I mean, the detectives were there, but you know, he's he's like a step. Like all the detectives, are like it's clearly suicide. Let's just uh, do our job, do the interviews, and get out of here. Right. Where you know the Daniel Craig character is actively, he knows there's something else. He's yeah. like the world. He's like Hercule Poirot. He's the world's greatest detective, and he can put all this together. And so I never thought of him as really being a jerk, but he's so above their level. You know, there's, he's like nine moves ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right, So right, right. he's he's not really being jerky to them. He's just being like, I'm the, over here being the detective. He's being and, Columbo. He's yeah. pl- he's playing like the dumb doof. Yeah, he's like, ah, something does kind of make can explain this to me. Mm. And then, yeah. but he's already just got one it. more thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can you sign this for my wife? <laughs> I um, you know the the thing that confused me the most about Blanc is um why they let him stay there and do all that. Right. Well, only because they good, have the police. The the that's police. A good question. Uh, you know, I mean, if <laughs> I the f- police weren't there. Yeah. Then, you know, they were kind of going on his recommendation, I guess. Or reputation. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, yeah. but he's like, we need to, none of them can leave or whatever. And then the police were like, yeah, you're going to be staying but here. Why would the police I feel like I, Because I feel like that other detective knew something wasn't up. Yeah. Something wasn't right. It's just weird that the police would, couldn't figure it out. would let a, a private detective yeah. Yeah. take well, over Well, it's amazing what like happens that. when you have money. Yeah. Well, and I think it's his reputation, though. I really think that, like... Even though they were pretty sure it was open and shut, I think because of his reputation, they were like, well, if this guy wants to come and, you know, help us and, you know, but I see what you mean. Yeah. But then but then he starts cracking the case. Like he starts putting stuff together where like the timings don't match up or people aren't where they. So one person says that there's some place where the other person's like, no, that part, that guy wasn't here. Um, so we get to the will reading and we find out that he has that he being pronouns, pal. Uh, that Christopher Plummer has cut the entire family mm. out of the will uh, and left everything to Marta. And everybody's like, well, this is our, like, get out! Like, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's fantastic. She's so funny She's in this so, movie. Let's, I, I, we forget about Jamie Lee Curtis uh, because she hasn't done, like, comedy in forever. 
Go watch Trading Places. Go sure. watch True Lies. Freaky like, Friday. Freaky yeah. Friday. She's extremely funny. But that's she thinks she hasn't done anything since Halloween. Like, you oh, know, no. I mean, we hadn't yeah. seen her in a while. Well, that's only like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, we forget how good she is. And she's how, so I mean, good. Yeah. She's. Yeah. But her I mean, com- her comedy chops here, like you said, are just great. And she's like, well, you know, we can still stay. This is still our house. And, and they all look at the. Yeah. And he's like, oh, the by the way, uh, the house is hers. Yeah. Too. But and so it, we should say, you know everything leading up to this when we got all the motives and all the stories we kind of saw what everyone was doing but the big one was we saw what happened right with we marta did, yeah. they they showed before this so we're thinking well it doesn't there's no ill intention here like she made a mistake and we should say what that is is that she's she gives christopher she gives plumber medicine more, yeah she's Chris, christopher plumber is sick uh and she is in charge of giving him uh injections and she accidentally gives him Instead of giving him 500 milligrams of the drug that he's supposed to get, she accidentally gives him 500 milligrams of morphine. And she's supposed she's to give like, him five. She's like, I got like 10 minutes to get, you know, to get you in 10 minutes. You're going to die. Like, there's nothing I can do. And knowing that she didn't do it on purpose, Christopher Plummer goes into uh, detective mode or de- murder mystery. Murder like mystery he knows mode. what everyone's like, moves are going to be. Yeah, he instantly knows how to craft the narrative. Right, yeah. and he does it, and he uh, gives her an alibi, and he gets her out of the house, and he tells her to, when to come back in and to yeah. show. Like, there's a whole big. It's it's almost what was? Didn't we just see something where we see the same scene from different perspectives? Congressional hearings. Oh, my God. No, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like we just saw something where it was just like you see it from one way and it looks a certain way and then you see it from a different. So, yeah, it's a little Rashomon, you know? Yeah, it's 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 that, you know, retelling the story from the different angles and everything. But the the main thing that we should say here is everything you've described is exactly how we're supposed to think it happened. But then uh, also the medicine to reverse what she's done, the life saving medicine is gone and that's a big like well where did that go and of course she's she seems to have her act together like why wouldn't she have it she's like it's right here in the kit why where is it right. and so that's missing that's the right. one key that's like yeah she's she doesn't seem like a very not put together person yeah like, it if would, it's supposed it to be, be there, there. It should be there so you're supposed to think well who took it away there's got to be foul play or there. is she saying that it's not there and it actually is there. yeah but you know, like, then she should th- be throwing up oh she, she he just meant like accidentally right like, no i mean like i guess that's true yeah like that's she, a, that's that's the that thing about this the, character yeah, that's a good point. is like she's kind of the Rosetta Stone of how you can piece <laughs> things together, right? right? Like it's that it's uh, that you know that like if she's saying something, then it's then it's true. But unless she's Kaiser Sosa, that's right. another. I mean, again, yeah. it could be another. Red. But you, that would boy, that would be a long con. Yeah. So was but, Kaiser Sosa. Yeah. But 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 you yeah. know what I mean? That's the thing that's great about this movie is you, you're she could if she could control that willingly, she could screw up everything that everyone thinks including the audience right it would just be another smart way to you know if she was faking it right now in that that could make people mad they could undermine some things but i'm just saying in these type of movies you can't ever discount the fact that someone could be lying and it's usually they it's the person you least expect you want to think that oh she's got this thing and so we know she's telling the truth but what if she wasn't so it's always a possibility yeah that's not what happens spoilers no it's not (laughs) uh yeah so we see like we so she gets out of the house she her whole setup goes through and she kind of goes home and they do this one shot where they zoom in on her shoe so we should see that Christopher Plummer does kill himself yeah. like that's legit he you takes don't a, see it I, like you see that's the other question too because I, the the door is shut I think you see no. him like about to do it and then does she go she go, oh you're right you never see him yeah. as the like 
up close like you see it but you're not really sure because that was the other thing is it's like oh well he's surely faking this and this is going to be his right. new book like we thought right like right. uh because the 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 other red herring they set up is he tells marta he's like some people can't tell a, a fake knife when they're this close or whatever. Correct. And I thought, well, that's the setup right that's there. The right. He used a fake knife to kill himself. Right. It comes back later, which is another in a genius way. But great but you're yeah. supposed yeah. to think that oh, it's for he killed himself with a knife. So he shows you a springy knife on the desk, and that you can't yeah. tell. I can't. The line's great. Whatever it is, some people can't see it even when they're up close to it. Um. So I thought the whole time he's not dead. And yeah. I will say that that's a, a small nitpick I have with the knife thing is that. If he wouldn't let them license his books for film or television, why would he have stage props? Oh, that's a good point. Well, who's to say that? I I just thought it was like he just had a weird collection of these. I mean, he could. I just I you I know, didn't think I it was just, like the, the official. I think of that as like a of like a prop from a film. Sure, if sure. they weren't making movies of it, like why would he? Have all that. That's a good but point. But he did have a big old chair of knives. Yeah. I just thought, yeah, I thought it was just his fascination with, like, you know, his mystery novels and killing and stuff. I yeah. never thought of it as, like, the official Thornby right. prop <laughs> knife set, you know, for nine ninety nine. So It could yeah. be a magician's prop, too, for that matter. Oh, that's, that's true. a good call. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good call. Uh, so Marta is just overwhelmed with garbage like the family has now turned the family who was, quote unquote, her friend. What a head fake at this point, though, where, like, the movie halfway through solves its own mystery yeah, that's what i'm saying it's and you're so just like, smart where are like we Columbo. yeah you're yeah, like right right where where are we going i was, you solve the mystery yeah i was shocked and, that's <laughs> and and now it it flips it all on its head because at this moment with what they're presenting you she's the murderer right although unintentionally presumably right but so like now it's it's this murder mystery where at, at this moment in time they've solved the murder and now you're rooting for them. Right. Right. It, you're it, rooting it's... for the murder. Right. Right. No, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> the right. The movie is how is this good person going to get away with it? Right. How? Because she has all the motive, like you said earlier, Tom, which yeah. was this. It's it's the irony of it. And what makes it so crazy is it's like you see, oh, she's a good person. She didn't mean to do this. He helped her out, did all this stuff. You get to the will reading. Everything's left to her. Right. And she is the one technically that yeah. caused it. So you're just so rooting for her. And also like what? I mean, it just sucks. So I do. Bad. I love the scene where <laughs> both the little alt-right kid and uh tony collette are looking up different ways to get the will to change oh, yeah. sure and he was just like did you just did you just google that and the gal was like no I just, yeah I did. which is another great <laughs> like i don't know prescient piece of like commentary because that's what everyone does now yeah we, we all have access to the internet we all have computers in our pocket right. so you act people seem like they know stuff that they just googled and so <laughs> it's it's just a great we commentary. built a podcast around it. we nah. really did yeah <laughs> except we told tell them exactly what we're yeah. doing <laughs> which in regards to the uh, will scene it's great frank oz being that although yeah. i did oh. not recognize him at first yeah. as soon as he started talking is when i was like yeah. is that is that Frank Oz? I didn't know it until the credits either, and like I thought I would have recognized him, but I just I did not recognize that being him. And yeah. and uh, I saw Frank Oz. I'm like, oh, he's the attorney. <laughs> he at the was Wal- great. America. He's great. <laughs> he my one of my favorite cameos for him is when he shows up in an American World in London as like the U.S. consulate when David is attacked, and uh, <laughs> he shows up like in the hospital, and David's it's very he's like you know David of course is now turning into a werewolf, but. He gets pissed at this guy, and Frank Oz is kind of giving him the third degree about being a jerk and an ungrateful kid. And I was just like, it's so weird to hear Fozzie Bear, like, mm-hmm. you know, dropping the F bomb. And, you know, 
He's I, also in the Blues Brothers. He's also yeah. He was yes. a Landis guy. Yeah, yeah. He would show up in a lot of Landis stuff. In my mind, and I don't know why. I mean, Frank Oz has done so much, but I was thinking like with Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and how there's that whole like switcheroo and everything yeah. and the mystery there. I thought, uh-huh. oh, that's a nice nod, but it could be for any number sure. of reasons to cast <laughs> him. But I thought. There's also a Joseph Gordon-Levitt cameo in this. There is. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not realize that until... Oh, oh the, he played the bricks of the house. Yes, he did, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, he's a voice in, uh, I think, the the soap opera she's watching. Oh, really? Yeah, he played, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, like I said, I think he might have a, a troop of actors now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so... Yeah, Walsh. Can't forget Walsh. Yes. What? Oh, yeah, I thought it was hilarious when he was here. MM at Walsh. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he showed as the, as like the the useless groundskeeper, yeah. uh, <laughs> I love when he was just like, yeah, you just gotta you gotta push the play and then fast forward. You gotta hold it down, but and don't do it too long. And he, you'll burn the tape. He's also like, oh, all this new technology and it's operating <laughs> yeah. on tube TVs and VHS tapes. <laughs> but he talks about all the technology is like ruining things. Yeah. Right, like, right. Great scene though with all that and the magnetizing. Uh, yeah, so she kind of goes home, and now this is where Chris Evans, I guess, she goes home from the Chris Evans at the will reading. She's trying to get into her car, and everybody's kind of, and of course the people, I love the the running gag that I like, is we're like, we want to do it at the funeral, but I was overruled. Yeah. Like, Every that single was, person yeah. says that they want to do that, but I was Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we get to the will reading, and she kind of takes off, and Chris Evans steps up, and I was just like, okay. Like he's kind of he helps her get in the car and he they they take off and finally he realizes what she can do or what she can't do. Oh, he knows. Yeah, he knows. He, he doesn't knows realize she, that he knew. He it. knows she can't. He got lie. her there to befriend her, and then he and he he had her there. I and, love it's yeah. such a slow burn because he's like, "Can I get an extra bowl?" Yeah, and then he lays it on her and he's like, "And you just ate a plate full of yeah. sausage and beans." Now going. Kind of, kind of playing the devil's advocate and going to the Tom thing here. It's like the only thing that bothered me is like you know you can get up right. Like he can't imprison you there. Yeah, right. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like sure, sure, I technically sure. she could just walk away, but it is a movie and it was funny and everything. But I'm just thinking like he doesn't have you handcuffed. Yeah, you're not you're you, not under arrest. Yeah, like you right. could walk away and even if he tried to chase you, you could be like, what is this guy doing? You're in a public <laughs> place. So, but it was funny. And she divulges everything. She yeah. says she tells she does not lie. She tells him everything. Huh. And of course he's yeah. <laughs> huh. Chewing on like a straw yeah. or something. Wait, which I mean, he's left speechless, and you can tell he's thinking, and you don't know as the audience what he's doing. But again, they set it up, and you love that when it comes back to this later. Yeah, and you see after she just spilled all the beans, and he's like, "Huh, you know what he was thinking?" Oh yeah. In his mind, he had one thing determined, and, and now it's not. And that now he anymore. has to think on his, you know. Yeah, he's got to he's got to figure out what he's going to do to to fix this. Yeah. Uh, so he basically be- they become like a team, yeah. and you think that he's. He his character does kind of flip where he's the good guy. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I don't care about this family. He's going to cut me out anyway. Like yeah. this is just this is hilarious. This is the way to help her and say screw you to the rest of the family. Right. And he's like, and you also give me what my inheritance should have been. And he, she was like, fine, cool. So this is where we get the turn from the cousin where she's like, look, they like, are you going to give it? You know, they, the, she calls the Marta and. No, they were friends. Like the whole were, family is like, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? And so they maybe, basically maybe have... You, maybe you can talk her into renouncing the inheritance. Uh, I think they just had her call because they were close, and they're like, find out what she's going to do. Because the whole time, they're like, is she going to renounce it? Is she? No one knows what she's her plan is. And this is where Marta kind of realizes she has no friends in this family. Like, she is flying solo. Chris Evans is kind of her only ally at this point. Um, 
So now they are starting to the the detectives are kind of going back through and like they find uh, footprints in the mud, and then Marta is like tracking. She's playing dumb, but she'll walk yeah. back through and cover up her own footprints, uh, and then. You know, she. I love the scene with the dog, where the dog brings over the piece of the the, the <laughs> cha, what's that thing called? The trellis. Trellis. Where like yeah. she picks it, like the dog brings it over, and she was like, "Oh Jesus!" and picks it up and throws we it. Should, and it. We should say, and of course, this is the type of movie you want to see. Like, hopefully, you're not listening to this. And no, you need to, seen you need to it. see yeah. this. But yeah. if 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 you hadn't, we should say part of the plan that Christopher Plummer set up for her was to leave and go outside of the security camera bounds, but then walk back through the woods, and that's where this muddy path. She walks through it, climbs the trellis, goes up through the secret door, and this is where you know. So they see her leave, but she actually comes back, and well, so that's. You get the ransom. You you're back again. Yeah, from the great, great like matriarch. She was hilarious. It was Christopher Plummer's mom. Yes, so, right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but she sees like when when uh, Marta is leaving after everything is taken care of. She sees she drops down and at the window is Mama or whatever her yeah. name is, and she's like, "Ransom, you're here again." Yeah, which comes back into play later. Yeah because uh, you don't know he just left we saw him leave so we don't know if right. she meant like you've come back yeah, or, yeah you right. left the house like we saw or but it's actually i mean spoilers it's a he came back and right before that so right. uh yeah so they she's you know the whole she gets like a, a thing in the mail that's the toxicology report from uh christopher Plummer and says i know what you did uh so she you know meet me at this place uh 10 o'clock on whatever um well, they go to check out the, uh, like the the tech the lab, and it's in, it's in flames. Oh, yeah, it's burning down. <laughs> and they're just like, "What the fudge?" Um, and then we see, uh, like Blanc sees yeah. both of them sitting there. <clears throat> now the entire time we are we are thinking that he that Blanc believes that Marta is the killer. Yeah. Um. Which is another great head fake here because, you know, she's driving. She's there. Of course, he's going to suspect her. Right. But they go through this stupid, this chase. Big, <laughs> big, big chase. It's a hilarious chase. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Chase. I her little car and the, he pulls up next to her. I love the detective going, this is was the dumbest chase yeah, right? I've ever been in. <laughs> but yeah, Daniel Craig pulls up in the car next and he's just like, pull over. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, she's driving like a Geo Metro. Yeah, and they're I all like how in. she uses the car to her advantage. She's like going through the alleys that yeah. they right, can't right. get down. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so they actually arrest Chris Evans. Yeah, because you think that they're going to presume she's in on it now. And they're like, hey, Chris, I think it's Daniel Craig. It's like, was he making you drive or something like that? Like She says something, no, but she ends up throwing up in that cup. So she does lie about something. But like she it, holds it in. She right? holds it in yeah. until yeah. he's not looking, and then she pukes in the cup. <laughs> and, and, then he, and, then he go, and then he goes, ah, I think I'll just ride with you. Yeah. And they're just like, God dang it. Um, but she knows that she has an appointment. The blackmailer said, you need to meet me at this spot at 10 a.m. You know, in the letter said, I know what you did. Right. And so she ends up, I mean, I think they email actually after she gets the letter, they email 10 a.m. This spot. Right. So she says, can I stop? Like, can I make a quick stop? They're on the way to the police station. She's got, I, had, I had to make it. I have to pick something up. And yeah. she kind of sneaks into uh, a laundromat. The, and then we see like a person in a chair and there's her bag. Like her bag is there. Uh, and then she kind of walks up with. Uh, her phone light and it's the housekeeper the housekeeper who's got like a I thought she was dead with a giant spider crawling on her face yeah um 
And she kind of falls over, and we find out that she's overdosing. And she's like, so she's like, it's you, or it's you, you did you, it. Or, yeah. She says, you did it. She's like kind of frozen, you know, so we know that something weird is going on. I thought maybe the spider was venomous, you know, because they show that spider. Right. I don't know what, you know, at this point, but she she clearly is like just frozen in this beam like, it's you, it was you. And, and make, This is where she makes a comment about her stash. Uh, Well, we knew the stash from the weed smoking earlier to right, try to calm Marta. We have to know... It doesn't either way. Yeah. Um, but the toxicology G report is gone, I guess, and they don't know where it would be. Right. But she's like, later, she's like, I know where it would be. I know be, where it could be. Back to the stash. Right. Know? So Marta has a choice right now. She could let this the housekeeper die, or she could call 911 and everything comes unraveled. Mm-hmm. And this Marta's character is, is infallible. Like, she's, she's, she's good. She's always good. Yeah. She has a good heart, which is what comes up later she makes the choice she calls 911 and 911 comes and they rescue Daniel her Daniel Craig's listening to the he's just yeah, listening right, to his right. music and singing along and That's all of a sudden there's sirens scene. and he's, he's like, like oh geez <laughs> uh, uh, he's listening to Sondheim yes yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great he he kind of like they go to the hospital and uh, they he sits down like he, Blanc sits, and that sits down next to Marta and he, she's kind of like I'll, I'm gonna tell you everything uh, and he was like, it's cool. The other guy, Ransom, already told us everything. And she was like, oh, good. Like every- And initially, I thought he was playing her. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, Ransom told us what happened. And I thought she would, and she was just like, okay. And then she was going to divulge yeah. all the, and then that was like his tell, like to get her to talk. But yeah. it that wasn't Later, we find out, I mean, Ransom wants her to be caught. Right. He has right. ulterior motives. Right. And so he ended up saying it exactly how he wanted. He wants her to get caught for the murder. And then that would be whatever the rule is. They Googled the, the killer the, rule. It was something like that. I forget the, what the rule like is, an, but I thought it was start with an S. But you yeah, slasher rule or something. But you yeah. slayer rule. You, yeah, slayer you, rule. Yeah. you can't kill somebody and then get the inheritance. <laughs> right. yeah, like that. so that's that's it would not re- okay. That it is frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, right. It would revert back to the original, which all the kids would get their stuff. And right. so he wants that to end up happening, although he doesn't allude to that. I mean, you think he's helping her. Um, but There is a great scene that we forgot to talk about when Marta goes home and she's confronted by Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon is very oh, yeah. threatened. And here's the thing about Michael Shannon. He's a fantastic actor. Oh, my God. He's- and when he turns on the creep factor... It is creep factor to the nines. He does the whole like it's like you know wouldn't want something to happen to you kind of thing. Like he's nice, he, but he's like he's like with all of our resources, we can protect your mom and blah blah. In case they find out that she's undocumented, she goes, or whatever, you know. Are you saying that you would provide a lawyer? Like the he's like oh the best lawyer we could find. He says she, our resources, our could. resources, and she's like, well, that's funny because good. your resources are my yeah, resources. I've got all the resources, <laughs> so, yeah. And he's just Shut like, the door. and he goes. Damn it! It didn't yeah. work at all. Um, it was would've... interesting to see him actually tone down his usual level of threatening. Sure, yeah, yeah which I think is more threatening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Like he's even. Yeah. I feel like the when he t- when he brings that down, he's even more threatening. Exactly. He's less crazy yeah. in this. Yeah, where... so, yeah. Sometimes being like smaller, yeah, become because yeah, it just it ha- it gives it a, a weight. It does. It does it, It's not rage driven, mm-hmm. right? No, it's, right, it, right. Then right. it becomes very. Calculated. It's almost desperation. Yeah. At this point, yeah. He man, he I, he would have won an Oscar for Revolutionary Road if it hadn't been for Heath Ledger, <laughs> yeah. stinky Joker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so she goes. She she goes with Blanc to the house, and he was like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And she was like, "I have to. Like, I have to tell them exactly what happened. I have to tell them everything." And then somehow they stumble upon her stash. And they open it up, and sure, <laughs> there's the 
there's the toxicology report and she, well she knows she knows where it's going to be and she she thinks that it's going to reveal what happened and so she wants to go find there's no more evidence the place burned down oh that's so right she's that's like right. i know where it would be and she goes to get the toxicology report and then she gives it to uh, <laughs> uh, blanc or whatever well she yeah she gives it to blanc and as she's about to tell the family what happened blanc loses his mind because he reads it he actually looks at the toxicology report and she's about to spill the beans right and he's like no you guys are all terrible she's the only good one and you're like he's what like is you ha- keep them here and like i'm gonna talk to her and finally this is the big reveal is that they get chris evans into the room uh they get her they get uh marta into the room they've got the cop and even the cops are like what the f- is going on here <laughs> and they kind of and daniel craig breaks it down he's like it turns out you didn't kill this him. This is great. His whole... I, I always love it when a detective, much like the Poirot stuff, you know, when he goes through and tells you exactly how everything happened. The donut. He had to love... love <laughs> oh, I mean, just every it's like, second. This is the kind of scene that, like, you as an actor, you just dream of playing. Yeah. Though, yeah. Where you orchestrate and unravel yeah. the mystery yes. and yeah. get to and one chew more the scenery thing. in yeah. a good way. Yeah. I love the donut analogy. Oh, yes. It was like a donut, the hole of the donut, but yet the hole there was another has hole another the- hole, <laughs> and it's so funny. The because hole within the hole. He's been trying to figure out who hired him yeah. the entire time. Uh, and finally, he puts it all together. He figures it out. It turns out that it was ransom. It was ransom. It was Chris Evans he wanted him to come and prove that Marta did it right. because he did it. Right. So what he what ransom did is he switched the medicine, but he messed it up there anyway. Like isn't that wasn't that or did he well, I actually? Think, I no. I think what happened he he didn't mess it up. He switched the medicine, but he ends up telling Marta he's like, but you're a good nurse and you know the difference. Even the most minuscule, the thickness, the weight of it. She's like, he ends up telling her. This is the big spoiler. You gave him the right medicine. So the whole thing was orchestrated. He did kill himself, but he didn't have to. He would have lived if she would have called the police like she wanted, and and Christopher right. Plummer convinced her not to. They would have been like, "There's nothing wrong with you." And even so, and even then, uh, Evans is like, "Yeah, you've got nothing on me." He's like, "You can't touch me. You can't touch me with anything." Good, but yeah. And then so she gets a phone call. Marta gets a phone call from the hospital, and she was like, "Oh, that's great. Like that's fantastic. We'll see you in a little bit." And, and this is where he really spills it all right. because, you yeah. know, she gets a phone call and he's like, what are you going to do? You get me for this and I did this and that. I'll be out in a matter of time. Right. You can't get me for the murder. Yeah. Like, he's like, then how are I'm, you going to prove it? And then, and then she pukes on him and it was just like, oh, that was great. man, <laughs> what, what a great, a great reveal. <laughs> and you know, so she's good. Dead. She's dead. The housekeeper's and you've, just actually, co- you've just confessed to everything. And the detective um, has been recording it on his phone the whole time. I thought that detective was the guy from Saw. I don't. He looks but familiar, it, but I don't think that not like Keith Stanfield, but the other. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he like guy. a highway patrolman? Wasn't it like was a detective him. and a highway patrol? Yeah. I don't know or why. State police or state police. Or, yeah, yeah, it was like two different organizations. I know. But, and so yeah. they they arrest Ransom, and of course, um, he would. Could, the funny part was the running joke was he was a, the biggest fan of the. That's right. Yeah, Christopher uh, Plummer's mystery right, right, novels, right. and so he was fanboying this is, out this the is whole just time like from this thing. Yeah, he's like, shut up. Yeah. It's great. You've got to have the guy. When well, he's part of the troop, he was in Looper and Brick. I oh, thought that, yeah. yeah. It's that Noah Segan. What else has he been in? Does it say Looper and Brick? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> okay. <very good. laughs> Maybe you know him from. Like, his... Is this on? <laughs> <laughs> from Looper and Brick. Uh, and Last Jedi, actually. Uh-huh. There you go. There you go. Oh, see, he is a Ryan Johnson guy. Is he a stormtrooper? Yeah. Or was he uh, actually one of the... Like, Stomeroni Stark is his character's name. Well, all right. Ooh. There you go. Maybe he was one of the... 
characters they thought they were going to spin off into something else for Ryan Johnson yeah. and Star Wars. Or he Wars. just put a friend in a costume. Also yeah. possible. Yes. Much like Tom Hardy, which apparently is in. Yeah. There's a deleted scene from The Last Jedi where Tom Hardy is talking to Finn and they like a, a stormtrooper recognizes Finn. And he's it's Tom Hardy speaking with like a southern accent. Oh, yeah. Daniel Craig's in Daniel Craig's in The Force Awakens. Okay, it's Force Awakens. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in Last Jedi as well. Is he? Yeah, he plays a care. He plays a creature like like Nathan Fillion or like Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh, Slow and low. It was a Beastie Boys (laughs) reference. Oh, really? That's funny. Uh, Yeah. So they they arrest Ransom. We find out that so early in the movie, Don Johnson is freaking out about this letter and he can't. So he finds the letter, opens it up and it's blank. And he was like, ha, he was playing me the whole time. Or is it Blanc? A Blanc. <laughs> uh, so then Jamie Lee Curtis has the letter. And, She's smoking and holding the letter. Right. And, and the, the game is that he would write an invisible ink. And then you have to put like a flame behind. I don't it, know. And then the ink would pop. I don't up. know that that was always the game. I think they. I think this was no. A I think new those, game. No. I think if you look at those letters, I don't think she knew. I thought she was like smoking. No. And then no. She, it out. They she knew. They would. That was how they would communicate oh, it was back always, and forth. Yeah. Because okay. you see a bunch of other yeah, yeah. letters that she okay. had done that in that with. in that same kind of like burnt, burnt. Oh, burnt okay. Ink okay. Look. I missed that. I thought she figured it out. Okay. No. And then this is where we find that he that everything that Christopher Plummer wanted to do got done, one way or the other. And that's kind of how this ends is like, and oh, the great, I think the the most brilliant shot of this movie, the entire time they are looking down on Marta always like she's just the help. She's just the help. And then the last scene of this movie is looking up at her her, and her mug. It says my my house, house, my my rules, rules. which you see that mug in the opening shot of the film. It's the first first shot of the thing. And it's funny. And but she ends up holding it. It's great. And the entire family is looking up at her. So you don't know what she's going to decide. They leave it. Yeah, she does have an uh, interaction with Blanc where she's like, I mean, I should I should give them something, right? And he was just like, I mean, if it were up to me, no, yeah. but you're a good person. <laughs> but she, you know, she has that conversation on the phone with Meg and she's like, uh, Marta's like, what should I do? And she's like, I would, I think you should give it back to us. And like, she makes a valid point. I mean, it's the interesting thing about this movie and the whole premise with, with the whole Marta getting everything is it's like, I mean... Even though these people were jerks, they are the family. And Marta, I mean, yeah, she's been helping them out. But it's like, this is their family's legacy and fortune and everything. So, I mean, there is that debate, that ethical, you know, should she share it with them? Because, you know... I like that. I like that. And yeah, they, yeah, there's the fact they leave the it open. rest of the family didn't. I mean, they're ger- they're they're awful people, and they're not even they're not awful, awful people. They're that's just, true. They just have aspects of themselves yeah. that are off, but they're not like dastardly villains. Yes. No, that's true. And this you is know? their whole livelihood, and and they are getting you know th- their inheritance is what is rightfully theirs before Marta came along, and, right? And so it's like even though she's a great person, and yeah, they're kind of jerks, but it still is their family's money. Like I'm on the side of I don't know that it's more fair to give Marta everything than the actual family, you know? So no, I think that's a that's a billionaire playing a game. Yeah, you know. So do you think that this movie? Do you th- do you think that they intend? To try and make more. I think they tried. I think yes. Or I do think, you think it's so complex and so well done that it's a one and done? I do. I never thought of this as a sequel. I would hope that it's a one and Me done. Either. I think and, that they're going to spin him off. That, and that was my next question. Yeah. If there is a sequel, does yeah. it follow it Marta follows, and the family? No. Or does it follow I think it follows Blanc, Blanc and Marta together. Like as a team. Oh, I wouldn't. I would think it'd be like, I mean, he's again, he's Hercule I mean, Poirot. It's Because he's got his own lie detector. 
Well, that's an interesting. Co- that's but, an interesting. Concept. But I guess it's only if she, she would know. Yeah, yeah. She, it's, it's only, only if somebody lies too. She right. doesn't have a magic it's not power. A mutant power yeah, it's not like she throws <laughs> yeah. up if she's lied to. Uh, oh, I, don't ever marry her. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think you could spin him off. I think you yeah. could easily. Oh, like, with him, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think Daniel but we don't Craig, want to stick it with the same family. It's like you no, know, but the, but, but the family but can, was so, so fun. So can are, you, can you, know? you do a seek this sequel with the same cast that's, as different characters? That's where I was going, like going back to the idea of a true. Oh, did someone say anthology? Yeah. I mean, you could. <laughs> I think it would be cool just yeah. just to own it and be like, we're going to use the same people, yeah. but, with, but they're all playing different people. I think that'd be brilliant. You know, interesting. I think that would be brilliant. So that's like what American Horror Story does, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, whatever. Isn't there another show, or am I just thinking of American Horror Story? Isn't there another one where they every season it's the same people? Uh, so but there's American Crime Story, but it, that's that's not using the same people though. Is Maybe it? it's just it is, American yeah. Horror Story, but with the same cast. Yeah, it's fierce creatures. Oh, it is. Yeah, fierce creatures. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. This is top five of the year. I don't think anything's going to come close to this. I mean, Star Wars is going to be its own thing. It was a blast. It's just this is the so kind of movie, fun. an event movie, where you want to go to the theater with your friends or family. It was the perfect Thanksgiving release, and just see a great movie that you can't predict and makes you laugh, makes you keep guessing. It, I love the fact that the the mystery was was real. Yeah, was, right, right. It, yeah. it was solvable. Like, they didn't cheat. You know what I mean? And that as convoluted as it got, you could still follow what was happening. Yeah. And, like, that was one of my complaints about Murder on the Orient Express is, like, I mean, I, like, I've seen the other movie. I've read the book. Like, I knew what was good. But even knowing what the mystery, what the answer was, like, it was still very difficult to follow. I agree. And, and they're, they're doing Murder on the Nile, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Death on the Nile. Death yeah. on the Nile. Yeah. Okay, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, they are. And okay. um, comes out soon. I thought yeah. like it might be mid early next year or something. It's soon. Okay, well, they yeah. they're probably not happy with this. No, probably yeah. not. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Kind of steal. People yeah. are now are going to leave and be like, well, it's no. <laughs> this new Hercule Poirot character, yeah. such Kenneth, a Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh's gonna be like son of a such bitch, a, yeah. such a rip off of Blanc. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Oh man, I, I, uh, but yeah, I, I just really like, and that was my complaint about like the Sherlock Holmes movies, not the show, but the movies. Okay, is that the the mysteries are unsolvable? Oh, yeah, I I'll like to play that. along. I, like, I want to be able I, to solve it. I, I don't. I've actually come to the realization that I like those movies. Because of Robert Downey Jr. and well, Jude yeah. Law, like the stories are what they are, but I feel like I I enjoyed those a lot because he's doing such a great character. I like the first hour of the first one. Hmm. I like the I was first bored. one, and I like yeah. the I, yeah. But I like I said, if you're gonna if your your whole movie's based around the guy who solves mysteries, then like you should be able to play along. I agree. I think you always should in mystery. I don't like it when at the end they unload. If it's one thing, if you can't see it coming, like this one, because right. you just can't. But the stuff was there. If you the, go back is, and follow it, it is there. Like but, even down to the fact that when she walks, when she sneaks back in, there's another dog bark. Yeah, and because I, I I noticed the second dog bark when we watched it the first time, and I was like, "What's the dog I barking did, at?" Yeah, and like I mean, there's the just the the attention to detail because yeah, Ransom came yeah. in, and we didn't right. mention, but Ransom came in before her and stole the the life saving whatever she took drug. it out of her bag, and, and so he was there yeah. trying to you know switch the things and steal the drug, and that's when the house we should s- we should say that she she asks Blanc, she being Marta says, "When did you know?" I was there. He was like the blood on your shoe yeah. that we saw an hour and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Right. That like he right. saw immediately. 
Like, that's how good he is as a detective. He's like, I know you were there. We're just going to let this play out and see what it does. That was interesting. That, that is the most Columbo thing of this entire yeah. movie. Well, when we yeah. saw that in the beginning, I'm like, oh, that's how he's going to figure it out early on and then, like, say something to her and get her. And, right. You know, but it's like he doesn't even say it till the end. He kept it to himself. Right. Because he still knew that she was a good person and right. wanted to see how it plays out. Right. And that, man, I loved this movie so yeah. much. Yeah. So much. It really is a rare uh, ensemble film where it doesn't waste the all-stars. Yeah. It does not. Like, yeah, everybody gets a fair shake. Everyone's there for a reason and pulling their own weight. And given weight to pull, like, like a lot of times these casts like this, it's not even that the actors aren't willing. It's just you have this many people in a movie. It's hard How for them you? all to, to play a real important mm-hmm. role. Right. Or, Correct. You know, instrumental role. And, like, oh, my God. The, like... I like I don't know like I don't know that I can't imagine a better screenplay like just this the way that this is this all is so mapped brilliantly out. crafted this yeah. do something this, like this we, and pull it off we talk about Oscar stuff this needs to be up there for screenplay yeah original screenplay yeah. for yeah. sure yeah for sure just, I mean it will have a hard time against Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but to get a nomination <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean like get just get it in there yeah oh it, yeah absolutely deserves I it. think this is a better screenplay than that well less driving well yeah <laughs> certainly I mean, there was driving but less of it so i understand yeah if there had been driving this movie would have been just as long it's <laughs> tough that's a, that's a tough call for me i just think like this what this movie does and the way it circles back on itself and everything's there and yeah. it mm-hmm. plays by the rules but it's still and it's but it's not just this this puzzle that works it's also funny and engaging the entire time yep and, uh, yeah, and, and that's Ryan Johnson. I mean, that's the thing is people these internet trolls. Ryan Johnson, The Last Jedi, he subverted expectations. He ruined Star Wars, blah blah. blah. But it's like they're not Ryan Johnson. Brick Looper, Brothers Bloom for the good parts, or you know what yeah. I mean. Like Ryan Johnson is a great writer Absolutely. and a great director. Yeah, and yeah. so you got to remember that this dude. It's not like this is the first great thing he's done. No, he since we saw Brick, we knew this guy was going places. I oh, remember yeah. seeing Brick. Well, and first being time like, I wow. saw, first time I went out at Blockbuster, I was like, oh, the dude Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. All right, I'll give it a look. Yeah. I like that guy. And then it was like, holy yeah. guacamole! This but is even good. back then, I th- I think it was still like really the the that's, kid no, the kid from Third Rock. From ten the things sun I hate about you like, thinks he's gonna be a thing, right? Yeah, like that that's what it was. It was like the <laughs> yeah. kid from Ten Things, the kid from Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, you know. Well, this was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Any what final thoughts from you, Will? Uh, just that I agree. It's top five of the year. Definitely, just fantastic start to finish and great performances. A great mystery. I, Kept me guessing throughout. Yeah, yeah, which is tough. It's a tough thing. Totally. To, when to you see it. as many things as <laughs> as we all right. do, like like you said, you you just you instantly know, like, oh, I see where this is headed. Right. I like, love when they can trick me, you know, because yeah. I always when I'm in the movie, I always am like, oh, I bet it's blah blah blah, and usually it ends up being that I'm right. And I loved the fact that I was just like, nope, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally yeah. wrong. Please prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, Will, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was great. Absolutely. And uh, remind people again where they can enjoy all of your your work. Uh, we've got the podcast, Obscurity Knocks, which is available iTunes and all the other places we purchase your usual podcasts. <laughs> uh, and then I uh, do random roles for the AV Club. I contribute to uh, Vulture, Decider, Variety, Vanity Fair, other things that don't start with V. 
<laughs> awesome. And then I guess we'll go around the table and tell everybody where they can find us. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Spreaker, wherever you get your stuff. And, uh, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. I guess coming up next week, we're going to tackle the Irishman and a special nine hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Susie and Cavendish are still in love. I'm going to live till I die. I'm going to laugh instead of cry. I'm going to take the town and turn it upside down. I'm going to live, live, live until I die. They're going to say, what a guy. I'm going to play for the sky. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.